In this bulletin, a probe launched after an error caused the early release of HSC results across New South Wales. An American sports journalist dies while covering the FIFA World Cup in Qatar. And in sport, Morocco becomes the first African nation to reach the World Cup semi-finals. With the latest from the newsroom, I'm Assam Al-Ghad. An investigation has been launched into how some HSC students were allowed to access their final exam results days before they were meant to be released. Early on Saturday morning, New South Wales students were able to check their marks for individual subjects, but not their overall ATAR mark, using a link shared via social media. The state's exam authority apologized for the mistake and confirmed final results would be released on Thursday next week. Officials say the loophole was closed within hours. The state's education minister, Sarah Mitchell, said an IT issue was to blame and apologized on behalf of the authority for causing any stress or confusion. A prominent U.S. journalist covering the World Cup in Qatar has died while covering the match between Argentina and the Netherlands in Doha. 49-year-old Grant Wall reportedly collapsed during the quarterfinal and was taken to hospital. His agent is reported to have said he died suffering from acute stress. Mr. Wall's wife said she was in complete shock. The U.S. State Department says it has been communicating with Mr. Wall's family. FIFA president Gianni Infantino says he was immensely sad to learn of the news of his passing. Wall was recognized just a few days ago for his media contribution reporting across eight World Cups. U.S. basketball star of the Los Angeles Lakers, LeBron James, has paid tribute after he was asked about Wall's death at a press conference following an NBA match. Uh, first of all, my condolences goes out to his family. Um, very fond of, of Grant and, uh, you know, having that, um, that cover shoot, you know, me being a teenager and him covering that, it was, um, it was a pretty cool thing. And he was always, uh, Pretty cool to be around. I spent a lot of time in my hometown of Akron, uh, covering me over the course of time before that, that, that shoot came out. And I've always um, kind of watched from a distance. The United Nations Security Council have exempted humanitarian efforts from sanctions, addressing aid groups' concerns about the impact of overcompliance with such measures on their work. The measure proposed by the United States and Ireland passed with 14 votes in favor and one abstention by India. U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations, Linda Thomas-Greenfield, issued this plea. Our partners operate in dangerous environments and they face serious risk. We must all do everything in our power to help humanitarian partners reach the world's most vulnerable, regardless of where they live, who they live with, and who controls their territory. The United Nations estimates an extra 65 million people will need help next year, bringing the total to 339 million in 68 countries. It appealed for a $51.5 billion in aid money for 2023 alone. Top U.S. medical leaders are urging Americans to get vaccinated against COVID-19 and stay up to date with boosters ahead of the holiday season. White House Chief Medical Advisor Dr. Anthony Fauci and White House COVID-19 Response Coordinator Dr. Ashish Jha say Americans aged 50 and above need to be COVID-safe and smart this festive period. This virus has continued to evolve over the last two years. The original vaccine we had was targeting the original virus. The virus out there today is very different. And so that's why we need an update, uh, updated vaccine because it targets the virus that's out there. So if you're the grandparent, I would encourage my child, 
who is the parent of my grandchildren, to get their children vaccinated. A similar message has recently been promoted by health experts in Australia. Residents in Beijing are preparing for an expected increase in coronavirus cases, but one expert is reporting the COVID-19 death rate has significantly decreased. Three years after the pandemic began, there are reports that most cases are asymptomatic, and China has introduced extra measures as part of its strict policy. Senior fellow Mario Cavolo from the Center for China and Globalization says only 10% of positive cases have symptoms and the death rate is low. So the government finally could say, we can now pivot from this 100% focus on protecting health. Now, and fortunately we can because the people are getting frustrated. Now we can pivot back to a more balanced uh, situation here in the country. Morocco has written World Cup history as the first African and Arab country to reach the tournament's semifinals, continuing their surprise run in Qatar with a shock 1-0 victory over Portugal. In the 42nd minute, Yusuf Enesiri leapt above the Portugal defenders to meet a Yahya Atiyah Allah cross to get the ball past goalkeeper Diogo Costa, who misread its flight and crashed into his own defender. Portugal, meanwhile, struggled to break through the Moroccan defense, Bruno Fernandes coming closest with a shot off the bar shortly after Morocco's goal. Cristiano Ronaldo came off the bench six minutes after the break, but was unable to help his team avoid defeat, with Morocco coming out as the winner to seal a semi-final showdown with either England or France, who are playing against one another this morning. Morocco's Walid Chidira was sent off after receiving two yellow cards, meaning he will miss the semi-final. With the latest from the newsroom, I'm Assam Al-Ghalib. Thank you.